Hello everyone, my name is Dina and you're listening to Slavstute, a podcast about Slavic languages. In our last episode, we took a look at how South Slavic languages build future tense and we kind of caught a pattern, but one of them seems to be different. Slovene forms future tense using future tense of the verb to be as an auxiliary instead of present tense of the verb to want. Now, let's take a closer look. Is this an exception, or does it have something in common with other Slavic languages? The thing I love the most about languages is that the answer is always there. You just have to dig a little deeper and there you go. It is actually the South Slavs who took a little detour and ended up with different future tense building pattern. Due to the influence of neighboring languages of the Balkan Sprachbund, which characterize future events with the verb want, the old way, so expressing future events with the verb to be, was lost. For example, modern Greek and Albanian, who are neighboring languages but not Slavic languages, also express future events with the verb to want. Now, when we look at East and West Slavic languages that are also known as Northern Slavic languages, we can see that there are actually two ways of building future tense, with perfective present tense verb or with the verb to be in future tense plus infinitive. So, for example, in Czech, you have budu mluvit s ním or or in Russian, or So the first example marks an imperfecting future, whereas the second one marks a perfective future. I don't speak Czech, I only took it for one semester last year, but not very much stuck. But in Russian, for example, I have a feeling that in the sentence, is about something particular, while is just an announcement that I will talk to him, but the topic is not set. Allegedly, the infinitive construction seems to have spread from the Czech area at the end of the 13th century, and then shows up in Polish, Belarusian, and Ukrainian at the end of the 14th century, and in Russian in 15th century. But this theory is not accepted by everyone, and there are a lot of disagreements, which I'm not going to get into right now. If you think my Czech was bad, (laughs) wait for Polish, because I have been always kind of scared of Polish, to be honest, with all of his diagrams just staring at me, waiting for me to fail. But Polish has an interesting feature. Only in Polish and Kachubian, a smaller West Slavic language, are both infinitive and participle L allowed after an auxiliary to be. So if you remember from our first episode, Slovene builds future tense with the verb to be in future tense as an auxiliary plus participle L. So this is something that exists in other Slavic languages as well. But in Northern Slavic languages, it is not 
allowed to use that in standard language. It is only Polish standard language that allows both forms. So in Polish, we have three instead of two ways of expressing future. So we have, for example, zje, which is perfective future. She or he will eat. And then będzie jadu and będzie jeść, which is imperfective future. Of course, both L participle and infinitive all complement are allowed in some dialects of Slovak and Ukrainian as well. But as I said, only Polish standard language allows us to build future tense in three ways instead of two. And if you ask yourself, what is the difference between using participle L or infinitive all complement? Let me clear it out to you right at the beginning. There isn't one. You can use whichever you like better. But why are there both versions allowed? Well, this is a complex topic that would require me a whole episode that would probably last much longer than the usual ones. But let's say that the written and spoken language developed differently, but both remained documented. Thus, both versions stay. Another interesting feature is the future tense construction that appears in Ukrainian colloquial word, which is imperfective verb followed by a no longer used auxiliary in present tense. So it kind of looks like pisatimu, I shall write or I will write, pisatimesh, you will write. This is also very interesting and quite controversial topic about where does this inflection derives from. Some say it has something to do with Romance languages that also build future with the verb to have, while others think it is a misinterpretation and that it has nothing to do with the verb to have or Romance languages. I will leave you an article from Andriy Danilenko, so if you're interested, You can read it and see for yourselves. You can also find a lot of other literature I recommend on this topic in this episode's description. What is also worth mentioning is building future tense with the verb to go and to have in colloquial word. I'm now going to speak for all Slavic languages and only for the languages that I'm sure of since I didn't find any resources for others. But feel free to write me if this kind of things appear in languages that are not mentioned as well. So in Slovene and Serbian, you're free to say, well, as well as in English, <laughs> I am going to do that. So in Serbian, for example, idem da jedem, meaning I'm going to eat, which does not describe the, the action of going, of walking, you know, it's just that it's in future. Or in Slovene, for example, Grim skuhat kusilo, I'm going to cook lunch. I think that I've heard it in Russian too, like idus prashu, but don't take my word on it. It might be just my brain projecting all of my Serbian on it. <laughs> The verb to have is also used in Serbian colloquial word when it comes to building future tense, as well as in Bulgarian. For example, In Bulgarian, ima da I will, I shall go. 
as well as in Serbian, ima da idem. But in Serbian, it kind of has this negative connotation, like you're doing something in spite of everyone else telling you not to do it. For example, your mom tells you not to go out after nine, but you say, meaning you're determined to go and you don't care what she thinks. I don't know about Bulgarian. What kind of meaning does it have in, in Bulgarian? So we saw how Slavic languages follow different paths in developing future tense. I hope you learned a lot and you can always find me on Twitter, write me an email on slavicteaparty at gmail.com or visit our Instagram page slavsvite and see a lot of other fun facts that I post. If you like this episode, feel free to write a feedback or share it with your friends.